Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am Natalie Miller-Snell, and you are listening to Seize the Day. Now, my guest today, listening is the heart and soul of his work. As the listener, his gift is his innate ability to deeply listen to you. And I am so truly grateful to have him in my life and be able to call him a friend. Please put your hands together for the absolutely fabulous Colin D. Smith. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) What a great introduction. Do you know what I always find doing an introduction like that is it's nice to set the tone for the conversation yes. and to celebrate who you're talking to as well because there's so many things that we don't often actually share or acknowledge about ourselves and it's nice to just you know really shine a light on them and you know beautiful and i'm yeah i am so chuffed to have you in my world as well i truly am yeah. now we met uh, was it march Sounds about right. March, yes. March, yeah, 2022, through Sophie Elwes, who's an incredible individual. And you were so generous back then. Well, you, it was a presentation that you were scheduled to, um, a speaking event, you were scheduled to do for backup. But unfortunately, yeah. due to um, health, res- uh, health reasons, um, I jumped in last minute. I think it was like with a week to spare or something. It was less than a week, yeah. And I I was so grateful <laughs> that, you, that you helped out. And so helping you or giving you my thoughts was was like a bonus it was yeah you shared so generously and it stuck with me and I mean and hence the kind of the real connection I I found and bonded with you back then it's been so great to have met you yeah it really has been isn't it yes so effortlessly as well yes exactly and that's rare and that's unique and that's to be celebrated and, and held on to I think yeah Perfect. So for folk who are listening, <laughs> I did a bit of a brief intro. Who yes. are you, Colin? And, you know, how did you become the listener? Because it's actually a beautiful title. It's a beautiful kind of um, explanation of who and what you do. But what does that all oh. mean? How did that happen? OK, I mean, very briefly, I see that as I mean, people can't see me, but if they saw a picture, they could see my grey hair. <laughs> so I'm in the, let's say, um, the, towards the end of my career. But I see my career has been in three halves. The first half was in computers, so way back in 1970. And it was how computers work and how computers connected. The second half was I joined a consultancy, and that was really all about people, how they connected, sorry, how they worked and how they connected. And then the third part, when I set my own business up, which was really about connecting people who make a difference. Literally over lunch uh, with with a lady, um, Julie, I think her name was, or is, is, she said, well, you're really good at listening. Yeah. And we played around with it a bit longer and said, well, what about the listening coach? And I said, well, the idea of the listening coach has, for me, too much of a fixing part mm-hmm. of it. Whereas listening is about listening. So, what about the listener? And that was where it was born. And it's it's stuck. And so when I introduce myself, um, I say, I'm my name's Colin, obviously, but I'm also known as the listener. And I usually get one or two responses. The first is the funny one where they put their hand to their ear and they go, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And the other is they, they sort of close, they sort of fold their arms and look at me quizzically and say, the listener? 
Right. And that's when I asked that question, which you've experienced, which is, mm. when was the last time you felt really hurt? Mm. Ah, but aren't we, aren't, we all, aren't we all good at listening? Or isn't listening and hearing the same thing? And I go, no, everyone pretty much, unless they're audibly impaired, can hear. But only a few people or a small percentage of people really know how to listen and that's where we have that lovely conversation about well what's the difference between hearing and listening <laughs> yeah no <laughs> you know, absolutely and and so just pick up on that um you and i could be in a a crowded noisy restaurant engaged in conversation and somebody calls your name you're like to look around and go, somebody called my name because hearing is about keeping us safe we don't have to do it. We don't have to do anything. We just hear it. And for example, when we were, we briefly spoke before about the car alarm going off. Yeah. The car alarm will go off and we'll hear it. We can't not hear it or decide not to hear it. We hear it because it's new and it's about keeping us safe, but it's passive. Whereas listening is active. Mm. So it's one of the reasons they say, that uh, when you're in a new hotel, trying to go to sleep, it, you hear all these different noises because it's the, the brain is trying to help us. Yeah. So we have to intend to listen. And so you could sit in the middle of the park and you sit and close your eyes and just listen to what's close to you, what's nearby. And it might be a bird, it might be a, somebody talking. And then you go, okay, let's take that further out. So I might be able to hear some, oh, I can hear the traffic now. I can hear some tooting. Um, I hear somebody ringing the bell on a bike. Okay, now take it further. Oh, I can hear a plane in the distance. Mm -hmm. I can hear some building. And now just almost like just be with it all. And there's this orchestra, this cacophony of noise around us yeah. that we'd never heard before. We heard, but we're not listening to it. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful place. And it's very mindful as well, isn't it? Particularly, I think, with yeah. everything that we've been through on the, the recent years. You know, that we're recording this in July 2022. So the world has, you know, it's opened back up and we're, we're getting back into what was old life. And a lot of people have gone back in really fast and hard, I've noticed. Yes. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of burnout and a lot of, you know, overwhelm. Yeah. And when we take that time to listen... It's a really beautiful mindful moment because what I observed with you there, and obviously folk will hear this but not not see, is you closed your eyes to experience that listening, yeah. and you know then you can tune into as you say the what's the furthest thing we can hear, and really pay attention, and it brings us back to that moment, and we become more aware of our breathing, because yes. you can actually listen to your own breath as well. Perfect. Yes. Very it grounds much. you in that moment. And there's something quite beautiful about it. And I want to draw on to, to, to something else you mentioned, you know, when you, when you started talking and that beautiful question, when folks say to you, or look, look at you quizzingly, <laughs> what do you mean the listener? I don't we all listen. And you reply with that gorgeous question. When was the last time you were really listened to? You know, having you and I have spoken and having used that myself, it really creates such a profound response from people and, and re really deep thinking. 
that's what struck deep thinking because good point it doesn't come immediately because people really have to when when was the last time I was really listened to what's your experience with that as well when you you ask or ask that particularly when folk are asking about listening so when I ask that question what responses do I get absolutely it's a range actually and you know when I do it on zoom which I've been doing for the for the last uh, two years um you get I put I get them to put it in the chat okay I don't need to know who it was well Mm. I don't need to know a name might be let's say it's my 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 barber my brother my daughter whatever and when it was and the range is extraordinary Mm. and one person I remember talking to and she said Carl and she's probably in her 50s and she said I think the last time was probably about 30 years ago right and she said and she got quite emotional about it because it was a a realization and she said it was in those days when um you had to put pen to paper there was no emails or anything and i i'd i'd just come out of university i was looking for a job and uh i saw this at a conference i saw a ceo wrote to him and said i'd love to meet him he wrote back and said happy to meet you so i went up to i think birmingham and uh she said for the first 30 minutes, he was totally interested in me, who I was, what my background, what my studying has been, etc. what I did at university and what, what he thought, sorry, what he was asking about where I thought my future might be. Mm. And she said, here I am 30 years later, I still remember it so, so strongly. Wow. That's, that's the impact we can make on someone yeah. when we listen. Feeling seen, valued and heard comes to mind. Really, you're you're really noticing and paying attention to whoever it is for the unique person that they are. And you're showing an interest. Beautiful. Yes. You're really listening with the intent to understand, with the intent to know about you, with the intent to learn. Yeah. And it's, it's also validation. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lovely interview by Oprah. Where, where in fact she's being interviewed and she says if I look back I've I probably interviewed hundreds of thousands of people and it doesn't matter who it is a president a farmer a mother father a, um, a CEO whenever I finish the interview they all lean across and they say was it okay did I do all right? Yeah. Right? So it doesn't matter who they are. We all want that little bit of validation or that big bit of validation. It makes a huge difference. So when we uh, when we go and get our coffee, typically what happens is we rock up. We're already on our phone, either mm. talking to someone or messaging. And they go, good morning, because they're happy. They want to be happy. Uh, coffee, please. I go, huh? Right. And, and already you're not even looking at them. You're not paying them any attention. And they say, oh, what, what sort of coffee? You know, almost like, excuse me, interrupting you to serve you. And that's how the, that conversation goes. But if you rock up as well and say, and they say, good morning, you say, good morning. How are you? How are you? Yes. Right? And they look at you as if, say, nobody asks me that. Mm. And they say, 
oh, I, I'm fine. I said, yeah, it looks like you're really busy. She said, oh, it's been like it's in seven. I've got a break in 15 minutes. And they said, so, so how can I help? I'd like a tea and a cake. Tell you what, have the cake on us. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, a number of times that's way. happened. Yeah. Right? And there's a, a little bit of a moment, a little relationship. And the reality is we never know the impact what that does. Yeah. What that does. That's the thing. It's about showing up as your best possible self, isn't it? And recognizing yeah. that this present moment, so this moment between you and I, and I talk about this yeah. a great deal, this is what counts. This is our purpose. This yes. is the immediacy. This is what matters. That yes. interaction with that person in the coffee shop, the interaction with the person at the post office, whatever it might be, is really important because it can be life changing for somebody. Yes. It can yes. absolutely be life changing for somebody. And it's interesting you you mentioned the question, how are you? I've been doing that a great deal recently and it is magical and I'm not using that word lightly it is magical to see the response in somebody's face when they don't expect it because it doesn't happen and that's yes. for me I'm like how do you not expect this because it, it ought to be it ought a regular be. part of dialogue Agreed. but you know someone who's serving you or they say hi how are you because it's perfectly wonderful when someone's providing a service to then say back and in fact actually I've done it before I've got in before they've asked yes how are you? And they look at you. I'm really well, thanks for asking. Like total shock. And it, yes. it goes such a long way. Yeah. They, they we, in fact, think about it. There was an episode in the, uh, in, a re in a supermarket. Okay. Check out. Um, the girl says, hi, how are you? And, she, and I say, girl, she's probably in her sort of late, late teens. And I said, hi, yeah, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, how are you? And she said, I'm fine. And then she stopped and she just looked at me and she said, I'm not really. And I carried on looking at her. And then she just told me about the, the drama that's going on in her life, mm. social media issues and connections and plea, all that sort of stuff. And the moment she'd finished, she was off, right, doing her stuff. But the fact that I'd noticed and she'd been able to get some of her tight balloon the air of a balloon out yeah I think could have made a difference yeah to whether she chucked it all in or not yeah I don't it's, know but yeah well I think there's something in that um Dr Andy Cope came on my show oh, a few months back now actually and forgive me I forget the the name of the it's got a name it's basically about the ripple effect that actually there's okay. percentages depend you know so if you and I are having this conversation now we're going to impact each other for sure hopefully folk listening will also be impacted yes. so it means that in terms of percentages because the research shows that that individual can be potentially 16% happier in their day so it can affect how they go on and interact yes. with somebody else. And then that ripple effect then goes down to 10%. And I believe it's 6%. So you might not have met all the subsequent <laughs> interactions, but yes. you've made a part in actually bringing a bit more joy or happiness to a situation by simply being present, yeah. paying attention and listening. Yes. And there was that episode in the, uh, in the coffee shop. Behind me, I was aware of an older lady having a cough every so often, she'd cough mm. a bit, sitting on her own. And then a young girl came in, um, got a coffee, and as she walked out, the old lady coughed. The young lady looked at her and said, are you okay? Mm. And the old lady looked at her and said, yes, I am, dear. Thank you so much for asking. 
and that was it. The old lady was feeling blessed that she'd been noticed and seen. The young lady was also blessed because she'd asked a question. It had been received well and the response was well. So they went. I was happier because I loved the interaction. You were the bystander seeing it, exactly. Right? And I believe that anyone else in the uh, coffee shop who heard that would have also had a little bit of a smile. And this is slightly woo-woo, but from an energetic point of mm. view, the energy in the coffee shop changes Without as question. well. Without question. I wholeheartedly, uh, you know, feel that believe it and understand it i mean if we just from a scientific point of view if if we go back to the atomic part of our bodies we yes. are matter vibrating at an incredibly fast frequency yes. that none of us can see perceive or really cognitively understand it stands to reason that if we're able to lift that vibration by having a beautiful encounter it's yes. going to lift the energy everywhere yes and we all feel it even though we yeah. may not realize what it is it's like I enjoyed my time in the coffee shop today. Why? I don't know. There's something about the energy in the coffee shop. Exactly. Oh, I yeah. love that. So <laughs> listening to all the beautiful words and the, the kind of way you've spoken about listening, for me, it feels like now more than ever, although this has always been a, a real and important thing, we need to be listening to each other more. Yeah. We've all been through quite a lot of hardship some folk more than others we've all experienced a, a level of isolation that is unprecedented in terms of yes. you know the the pandemic and there's a concern for me I think that we get back into an old way of working but almost miss the learns that we've had in that connection yes how does one become a better listener I mean you've mentioned a couple of beautiful things already around that you just looked at somebody and waited almost for them to continue speaking in the coffee shop. How, how do we do that? How do we become better listeners? What, what is it we need to focus on? I think the, what I've learned more and more, it's more about how we show up. Mm. So it's, it starts with me. It always starts with the, the person, first of all, because if I don't show up, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. If I show up and the, the other person is struggling, how I show it will make a difference to how they respond to that. Mm. And as we, we touched on earlier, the, the way I approach it these days, first of all, it was, I used to just really just focus for a, a minute or two on my breath. Now, um, and this has been inspired, as I said earlier, to uh, based on Muji, who's a, uh, a, I suppose, an Indian, I think he's Indian, um, uh, well-known um, person, if you like, guru in some respects. But I imagine that I'm, I'm walking into a space that's smooth floor, but mm. is slightly uh, curved. So um, curved in a way that if you put a marble there, it would roll off. It wouldn't rush off, but it yeah. would slowly just fall off okay so and the middle's raised a little and it's running yes up. okay that's it so we're sitting there and it's not sloped enough for us to slide off but but anything else will and i thought well that's just how two people meet and then i thought no it isn't because 
we always bring our stuff and mm -hmm. our stuff is our past our, our past what's gone on previously our future thoughts and feelings about that our emotions our experiences everything that makes us who we are or we believe makes us who we are and when it's all that there which is all thick and deep and wide and high and jagged and and mm. stuff i can't see you and mm. you can't see me but as i sit there in my with my breathing just slowing it down what i notice is all of my stuff starts to slide away little by little bit mm. by bit sometimes quicker sometimes less and I don't need to worry that it's disappearing because it's just going away and it's still there, but I don't need to worry about it because it'd be there when we finished. And little by little, you start to do the same. And then we start to see each other mm. and notice each other. And if we were to take this um, further, then how do I drop? my whole personality and let that slide away how do i drop this physical form one could say mm. and drop let that drop away and you do the same and i believe that what we end up with is our pure essence mm. and you and i could therefore sit together word without words and still communicate but because we're in the if you like in this dimension where we need our bodies in order to um, share words we need to bring the bodies back but if we can just bring the form back not the personality then we start to communicate in a very different way there's an equality there's an ease there's a safeness about it and because we've restrict, we've taken away all the restrictions of our baggage, the place is much more expansive and we, we feel safe, it's expansive. And therefore I can think differently. Now, mm. it sounds, it's taken a few minutes to go through, but we can do that quite quickly and just sit in that space and just notice it all moving away. So I am now here, sorry, I'm here now and I'm being with you. I'm not doing to, I'm not seeking to get, I'm seeking to be here, which is a very different way of, uh, I think, showing up. Yeah. I think when we do that, people notice the presence. They go, gosh, you, it feels so calm in here and peaceful. And they notice that their fight or flight is stopped and, or slowing down more and more and they're calm. And it's interesting that when we're together, I think better. Yeah. Etc. So it's those, that's the sort of approach I take and how valuable that has been in, in helping me connect better with people. Because oh. if we bring in this baggage, it's a distraction. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'd love to give you my 100%, but I've got 30% is occupied on this project that I've got to do when we finished. Mm. Would it be easier if we said, why don't we talk it after that? Because I don't, I'd rather have 100% uh, of you than 70% of you. Mm. Could we do that in our relations? 
I'm in the middle of something. You come in, you interrupted me. So I, okay. So I've got to, if I'm going to do it, yeah. I've got to stop. I've got to put my, part my stuff, let it go, and then give my full attention. Yeah. Or I say, could we give it half an hour? And they go, sure. Unless it's burdeningly important. Yeah. But at half an hour, you've got to go and do it. And you've got to be there fully for them. Yeah. And we can go a bit further and say, why don't we start? Um, so, for instance, my partner's coming back later on today. And she will be full of all the things that have happened to her. And I'll be full of all the things that have happened to me. Yeah. And typically what happens is each wants to share and the other doesn't want to listen because they want to share. And so you can end up coming back and ended up fighting, even though you're really excited to see each other, you end up fighting. It's like, how did that happen? So what we will do almost certainly is we go, okay, five minutes, 10 minutes, this is your time to share whatever you want and I will listen fully. Mm. And at the end of that, we reverse it. And then she listens to me and, uh, with, and gives me her full attention. And then we appreciate each other. Yeah. What well, is one thing that comes to mind that I appreciate? And so, for example, if I was talking about you, it's your energy. Mm. That's the one thing that shines out in every single interaction that we have. It comes through in your voice. It comes through in your messages. <laughs> it's like, right? Yeah. So even before I've arrived, there's an energy I'm building because I know what this is going to be like. Yeah. And when we appreciate people, sorry, when we appreciate who people are rather than what they do. So I can say, I, 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 I believe uh, having listened to you and listened to your podcast, I think you're a good podcaster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I appreciate that's feedback, it's yeah. about performance. Yeah. It's about what you do. It's meaningful, of course, it's good to hear, but it's much nicer, much more inspiring, I think, to hear things about appreciation of your being. Yeah. Yeah, who you are. Who's inside this? Recognizing the individual. Yeah. Oh, Colin, honestly, my heart feels warm, alive, and thoroughly enthralled with everything you were saying there and I'd be really curious to get listeners thoughts so please drop us a message on this too but what yeah. I found quite beautiful listening to you then and how you were talking about arriving and how you spoke about the floor and visually I could see it you know, emotionally I could feel it what was quite incredible is I really felt the emotion of stripping back and being there as two entities being there together to communicate. Now, a deep way of thinking, and you know, you wonderfully, I love how you connect this to actually real stories and then you share, you know, what it might be like at home or in the office or being interrupted. I, I felt the emotion and it connects to the very first question we spoke about when you asked somebody, when was the last time you felt really heard? And how that can elicit an emotional response because it gets us to, think deeply it gets us to be who we are and what matters to us yeah. and it is that seen valued and heard aspect agreed and what came out with that how you were sharing and talking about the appreciation it's a beautiful word and it's actually I feel we we all 
could do with using that more appreciating things, but also appreciating people, as you said, for who they are, as opposed to their performance or what they're doing. Somebody wrote a note to me um, in in a group I'm in. And, and commented and bless you for being so kind with your words a moment ago, but commented about a, a thoughtful uh, comment that I made and, you know, thankful comment I made. Yeah. And they said, I appreciate that about you. Aww. And that, do, do you know, <laughs> but that's the thing It's what you've just said. And it is so powerful. Yeah. So when we appreciate another, it means we've seen them. It means we understand them. It means we, you know, we feel and value them. And there's something quite magic about that. And it's yeah. how I feel about you. I mean, I appreciate and really value you. And this goes back to when we first met in March, how kind and generous you, you were and you are, you know, it's not a past tense in terms of the sharing, even this, yeah. this story now, what I, I love about how you deliver your thoughts and this thinking is it's in story form and it's a really tangible way to grasp the concept. And it makes sense. Thank you. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And to to hear those words and to just embody those words, mm. not only I can feel it in me. Yeah. You know, just those words. It, and, and the words have an energy. Mm. So be mindful of not you, but we all need to be mindful about the way we use the words that we use because they do impact people. We may brush it off, but deep inside we feel it. Yeah. You know, and one of the things, um, it's, it's a little bit harder when you've, you've only been together with a group, let's say it's, let's say eight people. Um, but if they've been with together for, let's say the whole day or, or a, over a period of a week. And I've done this with a group where we had them for a whole week. And at the end of each day, part of the role I was working with them during the, their practical stuff during the day, which was separate to mine. But at the end of each day, we did a little interaction, a little circle about sharing the experiences they've had during the day. Mm. And what we did, and so that they gradually opened up more and more about what they were feeling, what they were thinking, etc. But what we did at the end of the week is we got them to gave them all pieces of paper, or let's say there was eight of us, eight pieces of paper. And all I wanted them to do, and this is where it got interesting, is just write a word of appreciation for each other. Wow. Right? So you had eight pieces of paper and you said, right, for John, one thing I appreciate about you is this. What I didn't realize is that they would ignore the question or the the detail of it. And they wrote a lot about what they, not just the words, but why they appreciated them. Oh, wow. Right? And so at the end of the week, when they've done all this in the morning, before we go, I asked them, just pop them into that person's envelope. And I suggest that they don't open it straight away. Mm. But when they get back and they've unpacked and they sit there and they perhaps the next day or the day after over a cup of coffee, they open it up and have a read. And I've, I, this has happened to me, one I, two I initiated and one I, I was on the recipient of. I still have those notes. Yeah. That's that the impact. And it's like, I had no idea. Mm. We had no idea what 
I'm appreciated for. And these people, all of them, just tell you in their own way what it is they see and appreciate about you. It's just lovely. And the impact you have on them as a result as well. Yeah. Unbelievable. Totally. Yes. It is. And, you know, when you break it down, all we're doing is connecting and communicating how yeah. we're feeling about another person. Or, and really about the person, not what they do, but who yeah. they are. And it is, it feels like, as I'm telling you, it feels like it's, it's energy giving. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's nurturing. Yeah. No, nourishing is the word, not nurturing. Nourishing for them. And equally, when you think about that, if you, were, if you weren't giving in such a, you know, nurturing way, as you've said, rather it was different language, how detrimental that might be too. Yeah. But, you know, so it's vitally important. You touched on it, language, how we are with somebody. It can, and it, it, oh, I do appreciate we all have difficult days and it's not to yes. say everything's rosy, but it's a just, you mentioned it at the beginning and it's so true. It's about how we show up. Yeah. We can't influence how the next person will. Perhaps our interaction might support, elevate, lift. Yes. We can't physically or, you know, change anything that goes on there. However, we can show up in a different way. Yes. And, and I think the more we are centered, the more we can, it's almost like, it's almost like sitting like a spider, not in a, not in the way that the spider sits <laughs> well, where's in this the going, web. Colin? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sitting in the it's like, who am I going to eat today, right? But what he does is he, he, he or she, I don't know, they sit there with their, their legs touching the web and they, they're sitting there completely still and centered, mm. waiting for any vibration anywhere on the web. Yeah. Right. And it's when you become more aware, then you start to notice all these little purpose um per it's a word it's almost like these ripples if you like yes, these vibrations. Yeah, I know what you mean. yeah and i remember one workshop that i was i was facilitating because there was an odd number i ended up in the chat room of the breakout room sorry with one of the other participants and it became clear almost instantly that she wasn't she wasn't in a place that she could answer, answer the question that the mm. others were. And she really just wanted to open up. Got you. And it was like, ah, okay. So switched immediately because mm. I was aware, noticed it. And then we had a, well, in fact, she just spoke. I just listened. Yeah. All right. And uh, we then had a subsequent follow-up conversation where she was able to share some more. And that was fine. Yeah. But it's been able to have our antenna out at the same time and yeah. just being aware. You're it. quite right. I've experienced that before. You're yeah. quite right. You in, would. In, yeah. In a, a coaching couple, in a, in a group setting, again, in breakout rooms, due to do a, an exercise together. However, it was immediate and quite clear that they needed to speak. And so I listened. Yeah. 
And that was what was right in that moment. That present moment called for that. Yes. And it's about the awareness. It's about really listening, well, be, being aware and paying attention and acknowledging the individual that you're with. And okay, I can see the needs here. And much like you afterwards, they got in contact with me and said, thank you so thank much. You. Yeah. yeah. I re- thank you. Yeah. So if we go back to the exercise in the room with the, the, the sort of slopey bit, if at that point you and I had the piece of baggage, which was, I've got to get this question answered. Yeah. I've got this workshop to run. I don't have time for this. We would have missed that opportunity. Missed it. Yeah. Right. She would, she or he would have struggled some more. We would have missed the opportunity, but it wasn't as both of us had said, actually, each interaction I have, this is, she is, he is the most important person. Yeah. Or event or experience that I'm having at this moment. And do you know what's really curious about it all as well, Colin, is not only did that person benefit, but I did as well. I mean, there's no getting away from it. I did as well because I've, I felt yeah. good, particularly afterwards with the recognition and the appreciation. Yes. But also it actually, for me, helped reinforce in my own mind who I am to a degree, if that makes sense, or what I want to do and how I like to listen and the coaching part of me. It just, there was something about it that just made me feel more solid almost. And I don't know if that makes too much sense, but it was affirming. Yeah. And I, and, and if, had I not listened, I'd have missed that. Yeah. And each time that we allow ourselves, perhaps an internal validation and, you know, an, a, an affirming moment for ourselves and recognizing who we are as the brilliant, unique individuals and how we can authentically show up and be ourselves. When we're, we, we allow ourselves to just slot a few more puzzle pieces in and, you know, <laughs> feel a bit more solid. That's amazing because we'll be able to go through life in a different way, become more aware, notice more, help more, support more and elevate, you know, if we're talking energetically, lift our, you know, vibration levels, work at a different level and support in a different way. I love that. Absolutely love it. And and what more, where would you, where would you go with that now? That thinking, where would you take that thinking now? In terms of how it applies to me? Yeah, just just, go, go to the next wave of thinking on that. Oh, it's probably deep for the podcast, but there's something, okay. yeah, it's, if I were to go, I just kind of surface touch it at the moment. There's something, okay, I'll answer it more clearly. It gives me clearer path in terms of the vision I have for what I need to do next. And it really consolidates everything I thought as a young person growing up, but that I've probably deviated away from through life, through, you know, conforming, through, oh, don't talk about that. Maybe it's too, you know, off the rails. It actually just brings me back to the core and essence of who I am. And it's something that you and I discussed just a moment ago in terms of us as the the beings and the connection that we have this moment. And when you strip that all back, how we can really find purpose, how we can honor who we are, how we can love ourselves, how we can, you know, set the journey forward, how we can live more fulfilled lives. As you were saying, not that, but the first bit before I asked you to yeah. go further, 
had this moment it said just ask for more oh amazing yeah i do that and it was it was like so what we got was one the first lot of thinking yeah you may well say have said that more than once in not those words obviously yes and it's like oh and when you ask somebody that and what more Mm. they look at you and they smile because People don't do that, right? And what you then gave was this next level. First of all, it's like, mm, shall I stay or not? And it's like, no, I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh my days! It was beautiful what came out, and I'm so I'm excited that we've captured that. Yeah. As you were when you listen back. When I listen back to it, yeah, yeah exactly. Because it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's what this is about. That's what this, yeah. Right. That's what listening. That's what asking being validating listening being almost like egoless yeah i as in when you did it and i did it it wasn't about me anymore it's about them mm. and i don't need to get my stuff in i don't need to ask this side of the question that's fine i don't need to because that's also slipped off yeah <laughs> I, yeah beautiful and this is why people i love this man like literally and it was meant to be it's purposeful you know it's it's a total path that uh, we were meant to intersect we were meant to uh, it just so true and right (laughs) honestly for anyone who's been utterly inspired because i have no doubt there will be hundreds it's been beautiful. Yeah. Where can people find you, Colin? You know, you've got a book. You've got, have you got a couple of books, actually, if they want to learn anything else? So this book called The Journey Inside. Love it. Uh, coaching to the Core. And it's, I'm in it, I've got a chapter in it um, that's called The Transformational Impact of Active Listening. Wonderful. All right. So there's about 5,000 words from me in there. Um, but it's a good book. Um, and you get it on Amazon. So that's the book that I'm in, and that's got a good chapter. Um, the other is the website, which is www.dexteritysolutions, D-E-X-T-E-R-I-T-Y-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S.co.uk. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a mouthful. I'll put it in the show notes as right. well, don't but you if worry. if you want to find me, just, just put Colin D. Smith for listener, and, and uh, I will up. come up. <laughs> I'm very happy to, I mean, we've only just touched on some aspects of listening, Um, but, you know, little things like, for example, we both pause at different times to give the other person some more time to speak. Um, That's such a good one. Um, Not interrupting is another key thing for people to just avoid. The other is not offering solutions. Yeah. You know, sit on your hands, bite your tongue. When people ask you advice, ask them what they think. Yeah. Um, that's another great question when was the last time somebody said to you what do you think Mm. you ask workers that and they go nobody ever asks us around here they tell us what to do there's something there something to take away yeah absolutely there's loads to take away (laughs) Colin thank you so much this has been absolutely what, what a start to the day really wonderful thank you thank you so much enjoyed it and thanks everyone for listening Take care, look after yourself, keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. If you've enjoyed this show, please head over to seizetheday.com 
www.simplecast.com for all of my other shows. If you're interested to hear more about coaching, please visit nmscoaching.co.uk. If you'd like to chew the fat over some of the topics in these podcasts, please come and join me at my Facebook group, Dare to Be You. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.